Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome to Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition. It is episode 190. Apparently my zero key doesn't work, so it says it's the 119, but that is incorrect. It's episode 190, and it's April 4th, 2023. Just keeping you on your toes there, everybody. <laughs> so, welcome, Daniel. For uh, Good to have you back with the podcast yeah. with us. It's been a while. It has been a little bit. It's good yeah. to be back. Yep, uh, last week we had a Thursday podcast instead of a Tuesday podcast, so this one's going to be a little bit lighter, but don't worry, we'll uh, fill the fill the deal here with some opinions. We'll see how that works. We'll see if they're popular or unpopular as we go. But uh, again, episode 190, and uh, first up, let's just thank our sponsors, Order Solutions, the makers of Cold Box, Command Box, Forge Box, Test Box, you know, all the other boxes, almost all the other boxes out there. Mm -hmm. And as always, there's several ways to say thanks to Ordis. Uh, you can like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube like you're watching now. You can help us reach for the stars by starring and forking our repos. Um, you can subscribe to this podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, you can sign up for a free or paid account on CFCast where we've got new content coming regularly. Uh, the Box Life Store. Uh, you can buy some merch. I was actually going to wear one of my Box Life shirts, but then it didn't, it, yeah, it didn't work out. <clears throat> some other time. You can also buy um, our orders books, 102 Cold Box HMVC Quick Tips and Tricks, and learn modern Cold Fusion CFML in 100 plus minutes. It is free online, but you can also buy a physical book if you like having physical books. Yep, something what about physical Yep. Yep, something about those physical books are just kind of nice sometimes. But uh, yeah, and of course, the best way to support us right now, if you're not in D.C. at Luis's uh, workshop right now, the next best way is to come join us for Into the Box, the 10th edition, and that's in-person only. So uh, if you guys want to see that content, you've got to come in and join us. we got some cool stuff uh, planned, so we'll tell you a little bit more when we get down to the conference section. We also want to thank our Patreon supporters. Right now we have 41 Patreons, and they're doing a great job to support us for, for the podcast. Um, things like Command Box and open source libraries, everything they do. Uh, we really appreciate you guys there, so thank you so much. And they're just nice people. We talk to them a lot. We see them at conferences and, and out in the wild. And <laughs> the wild. Just people. I like I like that term. Sorry, I wasn't laughing out at you. Out in the wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but so. for sure. Yeah, they've got a lot of great people, and uh, you'll see them all over the place. And thanks for those joining the chat. If you're in the chat, say hi. We always like to chit-chat a little bit as we go. we got a few people. Okay. So, news and announcements. Let's start off. Um, we only have a few. Like I said, we had the podcast just last uh, Thursday, so not too many big announcements since then. Um, but it's okay, but in case you missed it, State of the Union, or State of the CF Union 2023 is released. Um, like they do every year, we uh, TerraTech sends out a survey for State of the CF Union. Help us find out what we all use, what's good, what's hot, or what's not in the world of CFML. Yep. Um, frameworks, tools, all that stuff. Yeah, and um, for those who like JavaScript, some of us like it, you know, not everybody, but some yeah. of us do. Um, I'm just going to post a link to, because the State of the JS 
Union survey. It was pretty interesting. I just I listened to a podcast where they went over it, some of the ones that we did with Tiratek, Brad, and myself. Um, but it's kind of cool. It's uh, It has a lot of the you know similar things, but the interesting things was I heard about all these technologies I'd never heard of before. So if you guys are uh, curious about what's going on in this JavaScript world, um, you should check that out. It's uh, very interesting, and when you find out all the things you don't know, you're going to realize that it's changing faster than you thought. Because for a while, everyone's like, there's a new framework every week. And like, uh, obviously, I just haven't paid attention because it's still been going on for the last two years, and there's a million more. So anyway. It's funny you say that. They've been doing the state of the CFT union for years. And back when I was less worldly, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of a cool, cool fusion thing. I should look into that. <laughs> And so it's kind of neat seeing all these different things people are using and, oh, they're using this. I should start learning that. And, yep. Yeah. yeah, no, I really like the State of the CF Union survey. And they did a lot of work um, basically going back over the years and sort of trying to create a trans version. And so that's kind of interesting. Uh, I know that um, when we're having the interviews, whatever, we're talking about just every year and then we're like it would be nice if we could see you know how adobe's different versions have gone up and down over the years as new versions come out have they changed or whatnot so um stuff like that so anyway so they were working on that um but pretty cool okay next up we have new releases and updates and again we just kind of basically a couple of reminders again um so the first one um be hard to miss it, right, with all this OpenAI stuff out there. But yes, Audis has an OpenAI thing too. <laughs> so uh, we we created a, a little chat GPT sort of set up for you on chatgpt.autosolutions.com. And basically what it's done is it's taken the, the same interface you're used to, but instead of having the random Google search world up to September tw uh, 2021 loaded into it, this little robot only knows what we've trained it on. And so we trained it on like 24 Git books that we have or whatnot. Um, and so we just threw a bunch of data in there and then, um, you know, basically you can see what AI can do to give you some good answers. And it's kind of neat. I mean, obviously we have to remember these are only generative um, systems, you know, so they, don't, they don't actually have an understanding of anything. They basically know how syntax works and how words and whatever fit together and look at, at patterns. So, you know, if the information's in there, they can give you, you know, a nice, trans what they call a transformative view of it which usually is pretty helpful but uh but yeah it's not it's not alive yet just so everybody remembers that but it's got some it's, pretty good answers though right it's impressive well it's funny you gavin when you were you and grant working on this um last month you're you know doing a sort of presentation and showing it to us so what's the one of the first questions we asked who broke cold box and what did it answer <laughs> well the first time i think he said luis mahano <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but then, yeah, and then another one we asked who Brad Wood was, and it didn't know because that, that Git book didn't know who uh, who Brad was. So we loaded a few other Git books in there, and then I knew who Brad was. <laughs> but yeah. uh, Well, it's funny of mine. A friend of mine sent me a screenshot. He asked it, who's the man? And it said, <laughs> Luis Pajano is the man. I'm like, oh, huh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But you know, if you actually want to use it for for useful purposes, it is actually really good for getting information. You know, I asked it things like, um, you know, when should you reinit your Coldbox application, and it gives you the reasons and the, you know the times you need to reinit. It's it's pretty smart. Like a lot of the commonly asked questions that we get all the time, if you put it into ChatGPT, it'll give you an answer. If you went to the search box in a Git book, 
you know, you'd have to know what you're looking for to find it. And so this sort of helps bridge the gap, which is kind of neat. It basically, it takes your, your question and tries to map it to a, a, you know, the right type of question. So I really like it. I'm really enjoying it. And, you know, obviously a lot of people are using AI and stuff. And I think when you can train it on your own documentation, like we've done, and we're adding more documentation soon too. So don't worry about that. But yeah. Anyway, it's pretty cool. So if you haven't played with it yet, go play with it. Um, I don't think we're broke on the bank yet, so it's still running. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, it's a it's a cool little project, a little bit of fun, and uh, we have a couple of sessions at Into you, the Box on AI. So did you want to share it really quick? Show them on the screen. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, let me pull up. Oops. You can tell we're all like very excited about this, and this is a very cool things that people are coming up with and yep i mean it's it's pretty it's pretty fun and like i said i'm learning more about the ai behind it too so we got a little robot protector there so what is gwt something simple and that was <laughs> did it work or we got Ooh. I wonder if we broke it. See, that's oh, why you get live it. demos. I'll have to check and see what's up with that. So. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yep, cursed us, but it's okay. So we'll figure out why it's not working. Maybe you guys are hitting it too hard in the chat, but uh, but yeah, we're we're having fun with it. Lots of cool stuff coming out of it, and uh, we're already using it in projects already, um, using some AI stuff, and uh, you'll learn more about it into the box if you guys shop there. Uh, Ground's got a session on it. And uh, Scott and I are working on a session as well. So lots of cool stuff going on there. So join us. But oh, what else we got going on? Now, those listening, I just went to it and checked it. It does work. So go play. Um, so in case you missed it, Adobe Cofusion 2023 public beta is now on ForgeBox. Um, you can go ahead and use it in your uh, command box servers or dot containers. Use CF Engine equals Adobe at 2023-beta to start up and ensure you use the latest CF config. So, you know, happy testing. And it's something Brad posted on the Twitter. Cool. Yeah, and I'm getting the, the same Alpine error that I got earlier. That's why that one wasn't working for ChatGPT, by the way. So, it works for me. I said, what is JWT? And it gave me a nice response. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, there's, there's something weird going on on, on my Cloudflare connection, I guess. So, anyways. Cloudflare is being goofy today, anyway. Yep, something for sure. So anyway, moving on. So we have webinars and workshops. And uh, if you're today at the training, CF Summit East, uh, Luis is leading a Cold Fusion MVC for dummies. And that is no mean insult. That is basically the old throwback to the old dummies books that everybody bought. And if you didn't, you know, well, then you probably should have. Uh, but yeah, so he's got quite a few people at that workshop today. I think they almost sold out there. So they're... Oh, nice. uh, yeah, they're working hard over there um, in D.C., so good times there. But uh, we have a couple other things coming up this month that we're, we're trying to get scheduled, but because of the you know spring break and um, a couple of conferences and, and everything, we're just trying to get those things finalized. We'll let you know as soon as we have the dates for those. So, yeah. And you brought up a good point. With um, We're off this Friday for Good Friday, and that was supposed to be the... Uh, office hours so we're probably going to cancel that uh this week um yep. just for that so general fyi we'll 
revisited me. Yep. So just keep an ear out. We'll let you know on the socials. Oop, let me post this link. Sorry. That's okay. I mean, if they're not there already, they're not going to be there. <laughs> That's true. But uh, CFCast, uh, we got lots of great <laughs> content up on CFCast. If you guys haven't checked it out, CFCast.com. And we got some new content coming out all the time. Um, so you want to give us a rundown of the oh, absolutely the most so, recent stuff? So Brad's got a Mastering Command Box 5 series. We've got two new videos, um, Mod CFML, the patchy Mod CFML, as well as Mod, CFML, uh, Mod CFML with IS and Bond Code. Um, Brad's been doing a great job getting these series out there. Uh, lots of, if you use Command Box or want to use Command Box more, check these out. That's going to save you so much time. Um, obviously, you can read the documentation or you can watch a video of Brad showing you what to do. Yeah, I think he's got 37 or 27 videos or something. And got the next few weeks still of uh, videos coming out, three a week. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, as always, we have the uh, 2023 Forgebox module of the week and the VS Code Hit Tip and Trick of the Week series. Um, we do a regular segment on this podcast and we post them afterwards. Yep, it's a great way to catch up on all those. Or if you're trying to look for one that you're trying to find, you know, we got the playlist up there so you can go through. And we have the 2022 ones as well. Before that, you have to go look at the blogs. So, but we did we do post them at the end of the year so you can go catch a blog of all that stuff too. And then, so yep. And then uh, coming soon, obviously, we got more videos from Brad, and we got more of those uh, VS Code and Forgebox snippets from the podcast. And then Eric's been working on a couple of series. I guess he's working on a Coldbox Elixir series and a Getting Started with Inertia JS series. So uh, I heard Inertia's name pop up just recently again. You know, it's a, a great way to get more JavaScript goodness, but still being powered by ColdFusion. So it's an alternative to CB Wire. So, pretty cool. Okay, that wraps up our CFCast. Now, next up, we have conferences and training. So, what's going on today? Today, Dev Nexus. It's happening now as we speak, as you're watching. Uh, it's April 4th through 6th in Atlanta. It's at the, uh, well, it's the, uh, again, quit highlighting. It's a Kubernetes, Java, Software Architecture, Kotlin, and Performance Tuning Conference devnexus.com. I was trying to read the thing and you kept highlighting it and it kept covering my text. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but yeah, uh, let's check it out. Yep, I think there's a few Autos people there, I believe. Uh, Brad was there, maybe Grant was going too. So if you guys are at devnexus, uh, go say hi. Um, be pretty cool. And then we already mentioned that today Luis is leading that CF Summit East training in Washington, D.C., and the workshop's going to cover a variety of theories, hands-on coding, best practices, and everything, so you can build your MVC-powered apps when you return to your office. So, again, uh, if you're there, have fun. Hopefully you enjoy it. Uh, give us some feedback. And then also this week, we have CF Summit East. So Adobe's putting on the conference. It's going to be um, tomorrow. The 5th is going to be the certification day, so you can get uh, certified in Adobe ColdFusion. And then on the 6th, they have the actual um, one-day mini-conference, and it's going to be, um, you know, complimentary breakfast, lunch. So it's a pretty cool day. If you're in the area, definitely highly recommend checking that one out. So Yeah, and the certification stuff, it was kind of interesting. And Gavin and I, you and I both got certified last fall at CF Summit. And there was some stuff that, oh, yeah, we've been doing this a while, you know. Oh yeah, of course. And there's some stuff like I did not know this because I never used that feature. <laughs> yep. But um, they do a really good job of giving you a lot of training materials and 
um, cover a lot of different scenarios. So, yeah, it was neat. And then, uh, just there on the day too, like they go through sort of review of all the information because they give you all the materials beforehand. But you know, if you show up on the day and go through the review materials, you're still can be prepped to, to take it. So, and they do it yeah. online in person, or you could take the the basically the training later. Uh, sorry, not the training, the test later. We got a certain number of days to take the training online. Yeah, but we did it that day. In full disclosure, Gavin beat me, which no one is probably surprised at that. But I uh, passed. So yeah, there was a few tricky ones, you know, because you, you don't use everything. Ones. So yeah, <clears throat> some always some interesting things. But okay, well, moving on. Jay on the beach. I assume that's JavaScript on the beach. Bringing DevOps devs and data science together on big data. Is that Jay? What is a Jay for, Gavin? Um, that's one of the ones that's in Malaga. And I don't know. I, th- I was actually wondering if that was just because the, the person who started it started with Jay. But, or some, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I guess, to it <laughs> I, I'm looking at the website just trying to get some information. Let's see if we can get the about here. Um, it doesn't mention Java specifically. It's all big data. It has a lot of different things, but yeah, I, I don't know why where the Java came from. We'll have to find that out. I just saw it. I assumed JavaScript, but that is a wrong assumption. Yeah, I thought it originally was maybe Java related too. You know, just but yep. Well, but it's I know that uh, they have a few different um, things over there, and Luis has attended a couple already, and um. Audis is actually a sponsor there in this one, so they're going to be, you know, representing again. So that'll be fun. Jan the Beach is an international rendezvous for developers, data scientists, and DevOps around big data technologies. What? That sounds interesting. If I was in the area, I'd definitely check it out. May 10th through the 12th, though, cutting pretty close to another conference of ours we'll be talking about soon. Yeah. Right on. But if you're not in Malaga, Spain, they've also got one in London, right? Yep, sorry, I was looking at the website. So Vue.js <laughs> Live, page 12th and 15th. Now that is a JavaScript, hence Vue.js. Um, they have online and in London. You can code, create, communicate, 35 speakers, 10 workshops, 10,000 plus joining online globally with 300 people in person, Vue.js.live.com. Yep, Vue.js has uh, got some pretty cool conferences. Um, JS Nation, the uh, Vue.js Nation earlier in the year was good. I've got lots of videos uh, that I was watching through those, but lots of cool stuff coming. But next, after that, May 17th through 19th, we got Into the Box 2023. So obviously 17th through the 19th, uh, it's going to be two days of the conference, one day workshop beforehand. It's going to be in Woodlands, the same great location we had last year, which was a... It's, pretty big improvement i mean the the previous years was still pretty good but this one was a a lot better i really like this venue um it's going to be in person only this year though so the 10th one we got some cool stuff that we're trying to get planned to hopefully make it you know bigger better than ever and we got lots of cool people um presenting some of them from the original first version are coming back so let's check out the website here i gotta pull it up and we'll look at the agenda so on the first day, the pre-conference, you will see the workshop. So again, if you want to attend uh, all three days, you can do the workshops as well. So we got Luis and Brad doing async programming and scheduling. And then we got John Coulson doing full stack build, deployed log and monitor your web applications. And this one's really neat because it shows off a couple of our tools that uh, um, 
really basically help you with the whole process. So if you're using external tools and you need to do something more internal, this is a great session. Uh, John uses some stuff like uh, um, stash box and yeah, it's a, a couple of cool things in there for sure. So highly recommend that session. But if you have enough trouble deciding already, there's uh, some cool reactive front ends with CFML, CBY and Alpine. So Grant's running that one. And then test box, we all need to do more testing. And uh, getting started with BDD, TDD, we've got Javier and Eric leading that one. And then uh, another goodie at the end, building a REST API for the modern developer. So Daniel and myself will be running this one. Daniel's gonna be leading, I'll be the TA. So uh, showing us all the cool stuff that we use pretty much every day now these days, right? Building APIs for yeah. everybody. So command box, call box, CB security, CB validation, Swagger, TSBox, and more. So uh, lots of cool stuff in there. And then sessions. We actually got quite a lot of the sessions in there. And then this year we have sessions and hands-on. So if we look at the hands-on, we can see we've got a content headless, uh, content box headless CMS in 100 minutes with Harvey and Esme. We've got building human-friendly scheduled tasks with Giancarlo and Luis. And we have an order office hours as well. So there's actually a block there where if you guys want to go check out, uh, there'll be a bunch of orders people in there. You can just ask some questions and then quick in hundred minutes later that day. And day two's uh, hands-on sessions. We have command box task runners. So everything you need to know about running uh, command box task runners. And then security. So CB security three is going to be with Luis. And then this is a session that uh, I've been talking for quite a while. Uh, Sean Odin has the SQL Sleuth, learn some SQL while solving a mystery. So it's a really cool approach to learning SQL and uh, it's kind of a little mystery game as you go. So I thought that was is a pretty mystery, cool idea. Is the mystery who broke the database? Um, no, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he, he's been telling me about it for a while and he's like, man, I really need like two sessions back to back. And so this year we have hands on, I'm like, that's perfect. Let's make it go. So, but yeah, but we have some great sessions. Um, we got, you know, web sockets with CB push, um, data modeling with NoSQL, uh, headless e-commerce with CFML, you know, like just tons and tons of good sessions. You know, got some good speakers coming in, you know, Brian class is going to be there. Obviously a lot of the orders people, but Nolan Eric's going to be there as well. And then Kurt Gratz, he's one of the originals from into the box, the first version he's back. Uh, and then we have some other great sessions here. Yeah, some new people, some old favorites, and a lot of the a lot of the regulars, the usual suspects. Yep. And then if we go in here, you can check out the other room. We got another whole sheet. So there's a whole bunch more. So there's a lot of great content. Um, so go check it all out. Again, there's lots of lots of cool stuff in here. Um, so two tracks two days of conference works and then we have the hands-on as well just tons and tons of great stuff so again definitely come check it out in the person only so um sorry no live streaming this year so um uh, try and make it out there and we'll try and make sure that it's the best ever 10th it's got to be the best right oh absolutely and the only thing missing is you so sign up <laughs> for sure and i think if you go to the uh chat gpt website that we posted earlier there's a coupon code that you can get a little bit off that's right yeah i forgot about that good yeah good thinking there so yeah go go check that one out so go to <laughs> find the chat gpt link and then sign up from there and you get a little discount it's good thing yeah, if you're watching and want to go uh, sign up we'll wait <laughs> Okay, and then Scott said, uh, I wonder what you could change the drop down for rooms to a tab so it's easier to notice the different tracks. 
That's fine. We'll uh, definitely let the people know so they can get that changed. <laughs> Dan's ask, saying we should ask AI what the J is for. Mm. It'll probably tell us J is a litter. <laughs> but anyway, so we've still got a couple more conferences coming up as well. After into the box, if you're not done with conferences, there's still a few more. Yeah, we got viewcomp.us or .us, however you want to pronounce that. It's in Nolens, New Orleans, Louisiana from May 24th to 26th. Jazz Code View Workshop Day the 24th of the main conference 25th to 26th. Yep. That looks like a, a pretty cool one too. And then we got CF Camp. So in June 22nd and 23rd, that's going to be in um, the Marriott Hotel Munich Airport in Freising. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great one. They have uh, closed the sessions. They've started um, contacting all the speakers. So Actually, I should probably just check and see. Maybe this is already they are. they're already they up are. there. Yep, we've Ooh. got some more people up there. Okay, I guess I'll share my screen. I'll just accept these property cookies. There we go. So let's see. So do they go to camp? Go to CF Camp Conference menu oh, and speakers. My bad. Do they have a schedule yet too, or no? Um, well, there's a schedule there. I don't know if they've... Oh, they haven't attached it yet. Okay. Well, They're working on it. Oh, Which so is fine. They've got time. So Charlie, Dan Cobb, Pete Freitag, Richard Herbert. Always Is it Michael Nat? I always forget how to pronounce that. Michael Horn, Luis, Maximilian Capali. These names are going to get me. <laughs> wow. Okay. There's quite a lot of familiar ones. I haven't heard of Grant Sherpa before and Jafar Cheyenne I haven't heard of him but most of the rest really? of them I oh Sebastian not sure about him either but yeah there's some, some new names it's kind of cool I like to see some new speakers out there so uh, they might have been at previous CF camps so I am probably just oblivious to, to that but uh yeah some good names so some good sessions I'm sure are coming your way so uh, again tickets are available um and then yeah I'm it's always been a great conference, and I will get there one year. But too much family stuff. My family's visiting from New Zealand, and I got told I'm not supposed to leave while they're here. So <laughs> family you comes to visit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But apparently if my family comes to visit, I can't leave my wife here with them. It's not fair. No, <laughs> just kidding. So we'll make it work for sure, but not this year. So a lot of great people going to be speaking there. So go sign up, cfcamp.org uh, again. Great conference. Yep. And then, as always, there's more conferences. You can go to comps.tech or github.scraley.developers conferences agenda. We can get those links out there. Yep. A couple extra links for you. Again, so many great conferences out there. Don't be shy. Comps.tech, that's the one that, are the end of the box on there? Um, it should be. If not, there's a pull request coming with your name on it. But yeah, we, that's kind of nice. You just put a pull request in and they update the, the schedule and there's lots of great stuff in there. So Now you got me looking. Yep, it's in there. We're on top of it. Cool. Yep. And then, of course, we should hopefully hear about CF Summit West. Maybe they'll announce it at East this week about when they're doing it. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Usually that's September, October time. So we'll see what happens later in the year too. Yeah. 
blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. So we just got a couple again because we had the podcast just last Thursday. It's only been a few days, and uh, most of us enjoyed our weekend and didn't blog too much. But the first one we have is uh, from Ben Adele. And this one I thought was kind of interesting because it's a thought experiment. So I thought we might take the opportunity to chit-chat a little bit about this one since we got a little bit of time here. So let me share my screen. So the thought experiment is creating single use case components in Cold Fusion. So basically, um, you know, a lot of people in the old, older days in Cold Fusion, they had what they called the tiered layering. Um, you know, so you sort of have, you know, as far as your models go anyway, obviously you usually have some type of controller or handler. And then in your models, a lot of people would have, you know, gateways and services and then entity beans or whatever you want to call them and then your daos which load the entities and all these different layers right and so um the other sort of thought is uh basically moving more towards a workflow layer and this one here he talks about taking things and basically basing it on a single use now the coolest thing about this blog post is he mentions three really good videos so at the bottom of this there's three really good videos that we all need to watch i did not get a chance to watch them all yet but uh but yeah so this is a, a really good sort of session uh sorry set of sessions and basically he's walking through this thought experiment and then he tells you at the end what he likes or doesn't like about it and so the interesting thing was is that um like uncle bob says you know we should sort of do things more around a workflow layer you know and so um basically these use cases decide you know how to break up your components and then sandy metz talked more about you know if something has a private method you should probably consider it um you know not relevant to that object and it should be separated out pulling it out to another component where you can make it a public method there so other things can use it and then you know basically coming in here and he works through this process um and so creating all these cfcs and so my thing with this too is i do this with my handlers i don't know about you but you know like my handlers i keep very cruddy but I, when they say component i'm like do they mean like handler component or do they mean model model so it's kind of interesting but i mean if you break it down to like you have a model for approved pending author a model for approved pending comment I mean, these are kind of interesting. Like, I would think handler-wise, that makes sense, but I would probably keep the the logic more more core. But yeah, I like to have all, any business logic. I like to keep in the models, and then keep my handlers very light, just validations, and pretty much that's it. Yeah, and so these here, I mean, he has like an execute or run or do the thing commands. And again, from a handler side of things, that's probably fine. But if it's a component model, that's that's where it's kind of different. And so he didn't like this approach mostly because he didn't want to have an explosion of components. And a lot of people agree with that. You know, they don't want to have everything uh, just everywhere. And especially previously, things would be really close together. And so when you start naming them, and he talks about having respective file names starting with the A and R means those files are very separate in the file system. You know, obviously you can group them with folders and everything. And of course, then you have to wire everything together using DI or, you know, instantiating your objects to be able to create them. Obviously, we're lucky with Wirebox. It does it automatically in Coldbox. But, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of interesting. And so I'm definitely feeling more this way with uh, my handlers. But, 
yeah, I'm kind of curious. I want to I want to see what Ben throws up here as like an example if he, you know, has some code or some some sort of use case for it. Because I definitely like, you know, pulling things out and cleaning them up. But I don't know. It's just interesting. If you scroll down to the comments, um, Andrew Kretzer also posted the uh, Credi by Design yep. video. Uh, post that in the chat as well because I think it's worth watching. Yeah, and like for for your handlers, absolutely. And like you know, I don't like having a user handler that does too many things. I mean, we like the resourceful route setup that Coldbox has, and it's very similar to what Laravel does. And the Credit by Design follows that, you know. And so a lot of times you'll have a user, and if you're going to create a user, you hit you know you post to the the endpoint and the functions of create. But now if you have a user and you want to activate them, you don't hit the user with an activate function. Your handler would be separate. You'd actually have like an active user handler. And so you would post to that to create an active user. So you take a normal user and activate them. And if you delete to that same handler, you would inactivate that user. And so your handlers do get pretty big. Each of them, sorry, you have a lot of handlers, but they're very small in scope for each one of them. But then you come back to your, your model though. Does your model have a function called activate? Or do you have a, you know, a separate model behind the handle that has a similar layer of things? So that's where it gets interesting, I think. That's what I've been battling myself is how to sort of break those down. So uh, I think I'm going to have to watch some of these videos. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to have to definitely watch these videos later today because I definitely like these. And even Ben likes the Cruddy by Design talk. So good job. But yeah, the 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 interesting thing I think is... The cruddy by design works great for the handlers, but what do you do behind it? And that's sort of where I'm, I've been, I've been thinking about it a lot. So that's why I saw this, uh, this post and I thought this is a really interesting one. I actually want to just, you know, throw that sort of out there and have a chit chat sometime with some smart people and try to figure out what everybody else does or what's the best way to do it. So anyway, you hear that Scott again wants to have a conversation with you later. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Well, we'll get some other people. I think it'd be good to have. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying Scott's not there, but I'm saying we can include other people too. I think maybe that's one of those things we can talk over lunch at into the box. So if you guys will shop there, we can, uh, you know, bring the computer out and throw us around some ideas and uh, come up with something. But next up, we have another one from Ben. This one, not quite so uh, conversational. I guess I won't go too much detail into this one. Um, be honest. He's talking about Conway's Game of Life, building it in Hotwire and Cold Fusion, and I haven't actually seen Conway's Game of Life before, which I thought was interesting. Um, so if we open a new tab, the Wikipedia tells you more about it, but basically Ben's building his own little game board using Hotwire and Cold Fusion, and I don't know, I said too much about this, so... Um, he sort of goes into detail about how he's going to build it. He's got the demo here on GitHub as well. And I believe he has a video if I scroll down far enough. Again, lots of code to build the cells and, and everything for it. A lot of work into this. But I'll tell you what, this does look kind of cool. And so basically, it's once you start a game, it's going to just keep evolving. And again, I don't know much about it, but he basically built it with Cold Fusion and Hotwire, which is pretty neat. So again, just something interesting. So if you guys want to find out more, if you guys have seen that game, um, I never have. Has anyone in the chat heard of that game before? 
because new to me. What about you, Daniel? I am not. But it's an interesting use case for it. I mean, again, this type of like hot wire and you know CB wire, you know, just the the live quick updating, you know, those types of things are good for games. You know, just fast reloading. So it's kind of a good in case. So I'm trying to Google it and it's not letting me click on it. That's weird. Technology is not offering today. It's okay. Okay. Oh, well. well, let's move on. So find a job. So if you haven't got yeah. a job or you're looking for a new one, we got some links for you here. Yep. As always, you go to getcfmljobs.com. We got lots of postings there. Over 57 CF positions from 36 companies across 28 locations in five countries. Um, two new jobs this week. A full-time senior software engineer in Bangalore, India, was posted on April 1st, and a full-time software engineer in Bangalore, Karna, India. Karna, okay, yeah. As well. Are those the same? Possibly, yeah. And this, this site does a good job of scraping other tools. So if I open them up here, we might see where they come from. So they got different IDs. So they're probably scraped. So one is from Ultisource. Oh, yeah. And the other one's source, But if you see more details, this one's Indeed. Oh, that's just a different Indeed link. So that just scraped scrape them twice by the look of it. But uh, again, there's some other good opportunities back here as well. And again, if you are looking for, for a job, it's a great place to look. And if you're looking for someone, it's a great place to post to. So... Um, if you do have a job opening in your place, let us know and we'll um, gladly add it to the, the list we talk about here. And we've got jobs channels in the CFML Slack and the box team too. So very cool. And those were posted on April Fool's, but it's not an April Fool's joke. I'm pretty sure they're real. So <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to an interesting point. Did you see any good April Fool's jokes, Daniel, this year? Because it was a fr uh, Saturday this year. didn't pay as much really attention. attention. I, I think there was something in the news about somebody that won an Oscar and they had to return it, but it was a joke. The kids were playing on them, but I, no, I didn't really. Cool, cool. Usually Google does something fun and I didn't, I was oblivious. Yeah. I saw something was people were just talking about this new framework that they converted, you know, they can, but again, we always have these great ideas to do it, but it never falls on a day we can. So lucky for everybody else. So, okay. Well, Forgebox module of the week. Let's talk about a new one. And there's actually quite a few new ones popping up. And this one is uh, kind of interesting because it's built by a non-community member, or a non-Audist member, sorry, uh, Ryan. He's not an Audist person, but he built CB Scheduler Viewer. And so if you guys are using CB Scheduler at all, this one might be a good one for you. So basically it's just a, a little um and it is experimental <laughs> but it's a little viewer so you can see the tasks that you have set up in call box the scheduler when they were created the last execution duration period all the information you can normally get from the service and he's just sort of spat it out there and so you can see if they're enabled or not you can run them manually if you need to um and then it's basically just a nice little tool to make that viewable um i'm sure that I think Luis has something planned for the scheduler. Um, I think it's an HQ version. And so they usually have, uh, you know, you can basically tap into multiple apps and see them all in one location and everything planned to come out. But this is a great little module. And again, um, just drop it in 
and then navigate to the CB scheduler viewer and then things will work. And then they do have some settings in here. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of neat. I mean, if you guys haven't seen, um, the Cobalt scheduler, it's got some pretty cool, um, functionality. It's got some pretty cool tools. I've been using CBQ lately that uses the CB scheduler behind the scenes too. And it's, it's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, it's a great way to see what's actually running. So I might have to install this and get a better grip on all these things. And remember, um, isn't there an, uh, a scheduler talk at under the boss? I think there is, or was it the workshop? Um, there's an async one. Okay. I think that, I think that was part of it. Async, async and scheduling. scheduling. Or maybe the hands-on. The hands-on with um, Giancarlo and Luis was scheduling. Anyway, it's a... Uh, oh, yeah. Building human-friendly schedule tasks. Yep. There we go. Because it's so much easier than going to the admin to find stuff. And, yeah, very cool. So, I like the fact with queuing, too. You can, you know, create them in one process and consume them from another. And pretty neat. So... Thanks again, Ryan, for creating that and sharing that on Forgebox. And again, if you guys got feedback, let them know. It's experimental right now, but uh, start Use it at your own risk. Yeah. <laughs> Which exactly. is what he says. <laughs> yep. But uh, but yeah, it's something we can build on and uh, be a great little resource for the community. So very cool. Next up, we have VS Code Hint, Tip, and Trick of the Week, the Tongue Twister. Yeah. So this is one we mentioned before back in uh, last year, actually, almost a year ago, a live server for VS Code. It's now at 32 million installs, up from 19 million just over a year ago. Wow, that's crazy. So if you haven't used this, you can launch a local development server with a live reload feature. It's great for static and dynamic pages. Um, just a quick, so basically as you're coding in and you make a change in your uh, in your code, it'll reload the browser as so you can see it. So especially working on a JS or static site, it's very handy. Um, yeah, you don't have to awesome. worry about using your build tool. You know, like I know a lot of the, the tools out there for, you know, I know Quasar has one and, and everything else. So when you're doing that stuff, it gives you that live reload. And so if you go old school, you know, you don't get that, but this live server fills that gap, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's when I, my wife's been working on my son's webpage. It's a static one pager and I showed her VS code and Git and this, and she's coding and doing it. And she's like, oh, this is awesome. Like, yeah, yes, it is. Yep. And, uh, says note, if you, in case you don't have any HTML or HTML files in your workspace and you have to follow method, uh, number four and five to start the server. Huh. Cause I know that, um, like Ben had issues with hotwire cause it couldn't see the HTMs and HTML. So you have to like make it work, uh, pretending cold fusion pages were HTMs. So I wonder if you could do something sneaky like that here. Oh, I don't know. Very cool. Or you can wire a command box to it somehow. Well, I feel like there's a, is there a command box extension that does that too, if you're using command box? That I'll have to look up. I know that um, there were some tools that did some interesting things. But yeah, I mean, if you change some, some files, I wonder if we could get that all hooked up. But that's pretty cool. So yeah, that's a great little uh, VS Code tool there if you guys uh again you know as you're building your layouts maybe you're trying to build out your layouts in html before you convert them over to your you know your call box layout or just your view files this is a great little option for that and you know stuff like 
Alpine, especially if you're working with Alpine these days, you know, it's nice to be able to just, without a build script, just reload, reload things. So. Oh, oh the, there is a lot of reload for command box. Oh, they use Browsify. No, I wasn't picking that up. So we might have to tag on another little option in there for those reading the show notes later. Of course, I'm looking in Forgebox and not finding it. Oh, well, we'll look later. Yeah, so... Yeah, I wonder what that is. Uh, yeah, we'll have to look it up later and, and share on the socials. But cool. Thanks, Scott, for answering that one. Okay, and next up, our Patreon supporters. So we want to thank our Patreon supporters. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do all the things we are doing. Uh, it's great to have the the financial support of so many great people in the community. And without them, you know, we wouldn't be able to do the things we're doing. Command box, forge box, cold box, content box, test box, all these other boxes. They get help from, you know, from the supporters and all the cold, uh, cold fusion work that Autis does um, for our clients too. So uh, it's a great help to have that. And it helps, um, you know, basically fund the cloud infrastructure because our forge box and our package management, you know, like we foot the bill for that for the community. And this is a, a way that people are financially saying thanks back. And we appreciate all our supporters, whether they're just doing, um, you know, pull requests or issues or building their own tools. Uh, it's all great, but we want to say thanks to them, especially. And remember as a Patreon um, supporter, you get some perks. So uh, the bronze package isn't up, get that forge box pro and CFcast subscription. So you get to see all the great CFcast content for free. Um, and then basically all Patreon supporters have some special um, badges too. So they have a profile badge on the community website. They have their own private forum access on the community website. And then on Slack in the box team Slack, we have a private channel for them too. So you guys get a little extra special attention in there. And uh, sometimes we use that to, you know, run some ideas past people or whatnot. So you guys get a little extra help. And those guys got a little extra week or two of the chat GPT before we announced it. So that they got to play before everybody else did. So, but uh, we want to thank our top patrons this week, and uh, want to give us a list of our, our top of the top best peoples. Absolutely, top of the top: John Wilson with Synaptracks, uh, Tomorrow's Guides, Jordan Clark, Gary Knight, Mario Rodriguez, Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Dan Card, Jeffrey McGee with Sunstar Media, Dean Mounder, Nolan Irk. Abdul Rahim, and many, many more Patreons out there. As always, you can see an up-to-date list of all sponsors on Order Solutions' website, ordersolutions.com slash about hyphen us slash sponsors. And that's in the chat, or will be. There it is. Yep. So, uh, again, thanks, everybody. Hope everyone has a, a great week. If you're at Div Nexus, say hi to the Ordus people there. If you're at CF Summit, I know Luis will be there. So you guys say hi and uh, have a great week. Happy Easter. And uh, oh, yeah. we'll see you guys all uh, next week. Bye, yeah. everybody. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.